Earth, water, fire, air, and music. On Ray of Light, the extraordinary new album from Madonna on Warner Brothers Records, music has become a whole new element, touching the soul, even as it reaches for the stars. Hello and welcome to Words in Music, featuring an exclusive interview with Madonna, selections from Ray of Light, and comments from acclaimed producer and writer William Orbit, the man on hand for the creation of this groundbreaking collection of new, original songs from a truly legendary star. Featuring her latest single, Frozen, Ray of Light blends the best of the ambient and electronic music revolution with some of the most remarkable and revealing words and melodies Madonna has ever written. The result is an album that captures a world in a drop of water, a face in the heart of a flame, and a soul set free on a ray of light. Ladies and gentlemen, Madonna. Throughout the recording process, we basically named the album about 20 times. It started off with um, Sutra, and then we thought that that was just too abstract for people. Then it became Mantra, and then still thought that was just a bit too deep for the general public. Um, I thought people were going to put a P on the end of it or something and like do a play on words, and that would really annoy me. So then I thought I would call it Drowned World because that's one of my favorite songs on the album, but then I thought it could be perceived as a negative connotation. So, um, oh wait, there was another title that we really liked too. That was Veronica Electronica. But then we decided that we were gonna call our remix record that. And so we ended up with Ray of Light. I feel like it has a really sort of hopeful message to it. I 
I didn't realize that there was so much water imagery on the record until I got to the end of it. It sort of makes sense because working on the record was a cathartic experience for me and a healing experience. Giving birth to my daughter was a healing experience and water is a healing element. So it makes complete sense that that would sort of pop up again and again throughout the record. I do think that the birth of my daughter was sort of a rebirth for me. It made me look at life in a completely new way and that made me appreciate life in a way that I don't think I ever had before. People ask me what I would say to my daughter. What, I, what do I want to teach her? What's the most important thing to me? I mean, it all sort of centers around the same thing. I, why are we on this earth? We're not just on this earth to be happy. We're on this earth to make other people happy, to be good, to help, to, you know, make the world a better place. And I know that sounds really corny, but I'm 100% certain that we're not all put on this earth just so we can, like, make lots of money and be successful, you know? So I would try to impart that wisdom to her. It starts with self-love and self-respect because when you have that, then you respect others and you know how to love others. And honesty and not being afraid to tell the truth. I just feel like if you have that, you have everything. Every one of us was born into this life or put on this earth or came to this earth for a purpose. We all have a destiny to fulfill. I mean, I think that's important to teach our children too, that everyone has a destiny and everyone is the master of that destiny. Life is something that you make happen for yourself and for the world around you. Oh, mm -hmm. 
song Drowned World definitely addresses the idea that, you know, the idea of fame is very seductive to people. And a lot of people have the false impression that if you're famous, somehow you're going to feel this incredible sense of fulfillment and you're going to be truly loved and truly happy. I mean, and everyone who isn't famous thinks that's what happens to you when you're famous. Um, but anyone who is famous could probably tell you that the opposite is true. If you aren't really truly fulfilled and you don't have intimacy in your life and you don't know how to love, then thousands of people adoring you actually makes you feel emptier. Fame can become a substitute for love for a lot of people. Love, approval, whatever you want to call it. But in the end, that's not what it is at all. And that song really deals with that. Fame can be very disruptive. It can be like a drug, you know, like it gives you the feeling that you're happy. It gives you the feeling that you're fulfilled. It gives you the feeling of self-importance and, and it can distract you from what's really important in life. I think I'm predominantly talking about fame in Drowned World, but you know also other substitutions for love, whatever that may be. Drugs, sex, codependent relationships, you know, shoes, jewelry, whatever. say the beginning of my search and my spiritual journey, my spiritual awakening, whatever you want to call it, really kicked into first gear with the impending birth of my daughter and coming to a realization that I really didn't think I knew that much at all. And I felt like I had so much to learn. And I started asking myself so many questions like, what's important in life? What really matters in life? Why am I here? You know, I just asked myself every elemental question you could ever ask yourself. What it provoked was for me to sort of like really go out and start searching and reading and I started studying the Kabbalah and I started practicing yoga and I started just kind of reading lots of different literature. It, it all sort of happened at once and I don't think that there are any accidents. I think it happened to me for a reason. It happened to me like the teachers arrived because the student was ready to listen. When I was
song about the realization that the only thing that matters in life is, is loving people. There's a line in the song where I say, nothing takes the past away like the future. I truly believe that no matter what you've done in your life, no matter how bad you perceive it to be, you can always change where you are. The whole idea of karma and doing unto others as you would have them do unto you, or that everything you do comes back to you, I mean, or that you pull in what you put out, or that, you know, the law of cause and effect. I mean, there's so many similarities that link all of these thoughts philosophies, spiritualities, religions together, that in the end, you have to say, well, there must be some universal truth here. The song Shanti was inspired by the Sanskrit prayers that we chant before we do yoga. And the idea is that even if you don't understand the words and you just learn them by memorizing them and hearing them, that the saying of the word, the vibration that occurs in your body from saying it, actually brings a feeling of bliss and happiness. So the saying of Sanskrit is as important as the prayer that you're saying, the meaning of it. And I've learned several prayers, and I don't know why, but every time I say it, it makes me feel good. I felt inspired by that, and I wanted to put that on my record, and I took a crash course in Sanskrit, and so the song Shanti is like a sort of artistic license that I took on two Vedic prayers from the 13th century, and then sort of I threw in a bunch of stuff too. So what I wanted to do was take the idea of it and put it into the 21st century and use modern sound. egotistical or anything like that I mean but I do think that if I've been enlightened and I truly feel like I've been enlightened then it's my responsibility to share what I know with other people 
in the Kabbalah, there's ten spherots, or ten levels of consciousness, and each level gets further and further away from the material world or the world of the senses and goes more and more into the spiritual world. And so I feel like I'm just moving more in that area in terms of exploring, and which isn't to say that I'm not interested in sex. returns, Madonna and co-producer William Orbit talk about the creation of Ray of Light. 